fortunate to have Mario Betancourt on today's podcast. Betancourt is the head boys coach at Valley View High School, entering his second year at the helm. Betancourt played at Caldwell High and is a fixture in the Treasure Valley basketball scene. Coach Betancourt, thanks for talking some basketball with us today. How's everything at Valley View? Hey, everything everything's going well. Just, uh, you know, appreciating what we have and just kind of going from there. That's kind of where we're at right now, and that's kind of what, you know, what we'll take. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know that we're actually uh, two games in, and uh, we've appreciated the time that we've had together. And, and you know, I think it's uh, it's helped the kids focus a, a lot because they actually know that it can be taken away at any point. Right. Um, so, anyway, like I said, you have been a fixture in, in uh, Treasure Valley basketball uh, for years, and I actually probably covered you when I was working at the Idaho Press Tribune, but uh, <laughs> when you were there at Caldwell. But can you kind of give us our, uh, your basketball resume? Uh, yeah, my basketball resume, you know, goes as, as far as I can remember. <laughs> you know, my father has been a high school coach, you know, all of my life. So, you know, he was a basketball coach, football coach over there at Wilder. So, you know, I, I've been around the game forever. You know, I, I can still, you know, remember the dinner talks, you know, how we're going to play defense on, on Greenleaf or how we're going to play, how we're going to guard this player, or, you know, or whatnot. So um, yeah, I've been very fortunate enough to, um, you know, essentially be an assistant coach all of my life. So, you know, I think that's, that's, that's been, you know, a very fortunate uh, situation for me. But uh, my first official job uh, came right after high school. I was a seventh grade girls B team coach. <laughs> you know, I just, uh, you know, I had my son really young right out of high school and, you know, decided that, you know, I, college basketball probably wasn't the, the decision I needed to be making. So, um, you know, I wanted to be uh, stay a part of the game. So I got in where I could. And, you know, that's kind of where I started was was there. Um, you know, did that for a couple years and I, uh, was an assistant, uh, varsity coach at Caldwell high for a year. And then, uh, you know, was lucky to, to join the, the Valley View school district. And, uh, you know, I was, I've, I've been there ever since. And, uh, you know, coach Chatterton, uh, the summer, the last summer before he was coaching, uh, actually had me on staff and, you know, I was excited to, you know, to, to coach under him and, you know, learn a ton of things, but, you know, unfortunately, he, he went a separate way and, and didn't end up um, coaching there. So uh, I've been the sophomore coach for five years, or I was a sophomore coach for five years, the JV coach for a year, and uh, three years uh, varsity assistant under Coach Lundgren. And then uh, last year was my first year as a, as a head coach. So, um, you know, it's, it's been a grind, but, you know, I've, I've, I've loved the process and it's just, you know, it's amazing what, you know, what hard work and can, can take you because, uh, you know, I'm definitely not, you know, one of the smartest coaches there is. But, you know, if you work hard and you, you know, try and learn every day, you can, you know, you can get there. That's a great sentiment. And probably with that seventh grade B team, you really had to, you know, uh, explain what basketball was. Yeah, <laughs> get down yeah, to exactly. its very basics. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the set plays, you learn real quick that, that those sets just, uh, they, they aren't, they aren't going to work. So you gotta, you know, you gotta go back to the basics and, and, you know, I've, I've learned a lot from that because, you know, even at the high school level, you know, that you just, you have to go back to the basics and, 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 you know, there's going to be players that come to you that, that have never written, even played, you know, that have only played middle school basketball. And 
and you know there's going to be some some learning curves so so yeah that's that's kind of where where I you know my basketball resume is at as far as coaching goes all right, so I got a couple follow-up questions towards that, especially kind of is your role as an assistant coach. But I wanted to ask you first, you know, you've been there in the Treasure Valley for, for uh, quite a bit of time. You've played uh, club basketball, high school basketball, been uh, on the high school scene. How has the, how's the scene kind of changed there in that time? Um, yeah, I've been around forever. And I would say the biggest thing that has changed is the opportunities for players to play against each other outside of summer ball and season. Um, you know, now, nowadays there's so many club teams and, and players that are able to play against each other, you know, every week. So, you know, back in the day, you know, I'd only be able to play against a, a Louis Beach or Matt Ballinger in the summertime, you know, and, and during season. So now, now these kids are able to play against, you know, their, their quote unquote, their, their rival, rival teams and rival players throughout the season, which, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty, I think it's huge for, for this, for the basketball community, because, you know, now, now players are having that chance to, to continue their, you know, their skill development, which is, which is huge, you know, for me, because, you know, back in the day, you were only able to you know, play summer ball and, you know, coaches would kind of say, see you, see you later. We'll, we'll see you when open gyms come back on and, and, and go from there. So I think that's, that's one big thing that has changed, you know, over the time is, is, is what is that? Do you think uh, basketball has gotten better in that time or uh, like, are the players just more skilled or, you know, is it, um, I, I don't know. It seems like it would, kind of lend itself towards that, that we would be seeing some more skilled basketball players and yeah, better basketball. Definitely. I think there's a, there's a more the majority of players are, are, are skilled, you know, are better skilled now than it, than it was back then. Um, you know, back then you'd have to have, you know, dads who, you know, wanted to coach a team and, and would really dedicate their time, you know, to their, to their youth league or their youth teams. But you didn't see that very often, but nowadays, like I said, you're seeing, these kids playing competitive basketball at, at third grade and I love it. You know, I mean, it's, 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 it's awesome to see, you know, I started my, my kids at, at third grade, you know, with our, our club team, the Uptempo club team. And um, it's just awesome to see how far they've grown. And, you know, looking back thinking, man, you know, where was I at, you know, third grade, <laughs> you know, I was wearing the wristbands and, and having to, you know, follow, follow my guy and now they're you know they're they're playing help side defense and they're you know they're trapping and it's it's just fun to see and you know so definitely the, the skill level has definitely increased yeah it would seem like uh in the old days the third grade at any any sport it was just a group of kids and then there was the 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 more developed kid that would like run out of the pack and right. <laughs> and right. score the right. score the goal or yeah. uh, get the basket <laughs> so yeah um so, you know, and I appreciate this because I spent a lot of my uh, career as an assistant and didn't get a job till, till a head job till recently. So what's some advice you would give to assistant coaches that are listening right right now? Um, you know, I would say to, to embrace the grind. You know, if, if you truly want to be good at what you do and, you know, help out as much as possible and, and be available. You know, there were countless times. Um, you know, and Amaro Lotto, Steel Hadlock, Tyus Kitchen, you know, would text me during the weekends and say, 
you know, hey, coach, can I, can I get some shots up? Uh, you know, just, you know, you never know when you're going to get that text text message from players. But, you know, I was always available. You know, if they gave me a, a decent amount of time to, to prepare, you know, I was there, you know, and, and uh, I learned as much as I could under Coach Lundgren. And, uh, you know, it's it's been a great experience, you know, being under – you know, Coach Lundgren. So that's, that's helped out a ton, but, um, you know, Coach Lundgren would, you would, uh, you know, we'd have different uh, activities or, you know, or fundraising deals that we're doing. And I, I wasn't just like, Hey, where do you need me? I would say, Oh, how did you do that? You know, which contacts did you have for, for this? Or how much did you pay for that? You know? And, And I would say, can you give me a piece of, you know, this section, let me run this. And, you know, before you knew it, I was, you know, I was essentially helping out with almost, you know, everything that was going on. And, and I had an idea of where to go, you know, if, you know, if I were to ever take that the head coaching position. So I would say, you know, learn as much as you can, be available and, um, you know, just prepare yourself for, for anything. What were some uh, valuable takeaways that you had with some of the head coaches that you've worked with or head coaches that you played with or head coaches that you lived with like your dad? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I worked under coach Scott Moore. He's at, I think he believes at capital now. Um, you know, he was a relentless worker and the big takeaway I, I would take from him is, uh, is that the never give up mentality. And, you know, he brought it to practice every day. You know, it didn't matter whether we were playing, you know, the number one team in the state, Bora Lions or, you know, whoever it was, you know, we just prepared ourselves for, to, you know, to battle and, you know, work our butts off, um, you know, and then, you know, for the second half of my uh, career here at Valley View, I was um, under Ryan Lundgren as an assistant for three years. And, you know, he just brought an, uh, an energy to the gym that, you know, just encouraged their players, our players to, to play at their best and, you know, not only the players, but, but coaches as well, you know, um, you know, we're, you know, we're very fortunate enough to have, you know, a really good group of coaches here at Valley View and, you know, um, that just wanted to work. And, you know, that's with coach Moore, with coach uh, Lundgren, I, uh, you know, that's where we got into the player development. You know, we, he was really big on player development where, you know, if we're going to have five coaches, you know, each of you, you know, we're going to take two players and, and, and you're going to work, you're going to work them out, you know, and we're going to have a set schedule. And, and, you know, it's, it's easy as a coach to be upset when, uh, you know, a player doesn't make shots or a player isn't doing, you know, what, what you want them to do on the court. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, you know, how much work did you really put into your players? And so, you know, at the very least, we want to give ourselves a shot to say that, hey, you know what, we did all we could, we're going to give it all we got, and, you know, and kind of run with, with, with that. Well, those are some great points there, and, uh, yeah, I really, <laughs> I, I can understand what you're saying about, you know, at the end of the day, like, as a coach, if, if, a, if a player doesn't do or isn't successful, you know, like, how much time did you spend with that? Did you give them opportunities to be ready for, for that? And I think that's a great, great point. Yeah. Um, so, you know, another question here, uh, a little bit different though, cause now you're a year into, um, your tenure as a head coach. So what was something that you didn't expect 
as a head coach last year that came up? Um, you know, I, I, like I said, I've been around the game for a long time, you know, fortunate enough to be, you know, on, on the bench for, you know, since I can remember. So, you know, but uh, as far as things you didn't expect, I would say having to make quick decisions. Um, you know, as an assistant, it's, you know, it's super easy to say, hey, coach, you know, let's front with some, let's front the post with some backside help. And, you know, a lot of things are just going through your mind and you're able to just kind of, you know, help, help head coach at a, at a point where you're like, I think we should do this. But, um, you know, as the head coach, when you're hearing three or four different voices, it's like, man, I've got to make that decision and I've got to make it quick. So I, I would say, you know, and that's, that's one thing that, you know, I'm sure, you know, as a JV coach, it's the pressure isn't as high, you know, that you don't have very many eyes on you. So you're able to, to make a mistake and, and kind of keep going. But, you know, as a varsity coach, you, you make that, you know, you make that one mistake and it can cost you, it can cost you heavy. So I would say just being quick uh, on your decisions. I didn't realize, you know, how quick, uh, you know, you needed to be as far as, you know what I'm saying? It gets, you know, you know, uh, you know how, you know, your decision making needs to be, but when you're, you know, when you're as a varsity coach, uh, it's, it's just different. <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. You know, and, and, and one thing, you know, is, uh, as an assistant coach, um, you know, I wanted to be a varsity assistant right off the bat. And then I didn't realize, well, actually that's taking away an opportunity for me to actually make those decisions and stuff like that. And like yeah. you said, magnified way more as a varsity yeah. coach, but you know, I, I would say if you get the opportunity to coach a team, like, you know, game coach, you know, you definitely yes. want to take that, especially as a, as a, as a younger coach. And then I, you know, the other point on there that, that, you know, I, I was thinking about as you were talking is that, Hey, you know, like our players, we need to get reps too. And I realized exactly. um, kind of in our first two games, um, I missed my summer reps, you know, like yes. there was decisions. It was, it was a, probably a little bit slower than what you know what would have happened if we would have gone through a summer just because I would have known the kids a little bit better and stuff like right. that but but you know like everything I just think you need to have those reps and and uh, you know most of us missing summer ball that was important to coaches too yeah definitely you know that's a that's a time where you can kind of see you know any you've got players that are really good practice players but man you you can you can kind of feel those gamers you know, during summertime when it's your fourth game and, you know, you know who's going to battle for you. And, and like you said, you nailed it right on the head there. Just, you don't know right now. Mm -hmm. Like now you're having to, to juggle that right now and kind of, you know, get those pieces as we speak, you know, during the season, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough time right now. <laughs> no, for sure. And, you know, I know that you're a couple of weeks from playing, but the other thing is that all of a sudden you got to, start worrying about kids taking tests and where they're at and stuff like that. So it's, you know, as yeah. we've, we've told uh, our kids like, Hey, you might be sitting on the bench of a JV game one day. And then, you know, our next game, you might be suited up with a varsity uh, varsity Jersey. You just gotta be, you gotta be ready because it's a, it's yeah. a crazy time. Yeah. I didn't even, didn't even think about that, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think one of the things um, that I want definitely had to hit on and hit on with Coach Lundgren 
Um, but when I think of Valley View Boys basketball, I think about fundraising. I think about the trips that you guys have taken, all those things. So can you give some insight into what it looks like, uh, your fundraising effort, and then also what that has meant to your players, you think? Yeah, you know, here, you know, here at Valley View, we like to, you know, I call it, you know, our, our community fundraising uh, our program, you know, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, it's, it's not good to do this or that. But, you know, we really like to focus on, you know, getting the community involved. And, you know, with that being said, this year is obviously <laughs> super tough. But we have our annual, uh, you know, father-daughter dance that we do. Um, last year, I believe we had about 350 couples at our dance. Uh, you know, we feed them an Olive Garden dinner. We bring a DJ photo booth. And, you know, they just have an, an absolute blast. So, you know as as a as a coaching staff collectively we'll you know we'll throw every month of the in the year and, and we'll say okay here here's what we're going to do you know january february you know and we just we don't stop and you know we try and uh, involve the community as much as possible which you know ultimately gives our players you know the opportunity to go out and you know play in the damien classic over there in california and and you know just just have those experiences that are that, that'll last a lifetime because you know there's there's not very many kids in general but you know basketball players that are able to to have that that type of uh opportunity to fly out and you know get into lax and see the la traffic and go to disneyland last year we went to disneyland we surprised the kids there and uh you know just just doing those types of, you know, community events just makes it that much more, you know, nicer for our players to know that they worked for it. You know, it wasn't just, you know, we're selling this or that to, you know, asking for money. We're, we're, we're involving the community and our players are serving the food and, and, you know, and things like that. We also have a, a youth league that I, that I run, um, you know, we host teams from across the Treasure Valley and, you know, we give those programs an opportunity to, to fundraise off of our league. Also, you know, we, we have a, a player fee that we do and then, you know, they can make their, their profit off of their, um, you know, off their, their players also. So that gives them an opportunity to, um, you know, fundraise while still being involved in their community and building teams. Um, this year, new, uh, new thing we started is, you know, we're going to make our own gear. Um, oh, wow. you know, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I love all of our, you know, our screen printing companies and, you know, nothing against them, but, you know, I think it's, to me, it's, it's another way to, to build, um, you know, that, that community involvement where, you know, you know, a kid wants kids, parents and family wants 10 shirts. Well, Hey, guess what? You're going to go make those 10 shirts for them. And, and, you know, all the money, the profits we make will come back to our program and, you know, essentially help, you know, help, help us fundraise, especially during, you know, during these times where we can't do all of these things that I mentioned. So, um, so yeah, you know, fundraising is a, is a huge deal for our program and, and we love it and we love to include the community. We also do our uh, skill development uh, monthly, um, you know, monthly uh, clinics that we'll do. Uh, we offer, you know, coaches clinics before the youth league happens where, 
you know, coaches that, you know, you're always going to have coaches that say, yeah, I would coach, but I don't know what I'm doing, you know. So we'll bring them in and, we, you know, our doors are always open. So, um, yeah, that's kind of a little bit about our, our fundraising and, and how it, uh, how our kids are involved and, and how they're able to, to capitalize and have a great, you know, have great experiences off of uh, essentially them doing the work. How have you had to adjust with the current situation as far as that fundraising is going? You know what? It's, it's been, it's been, it's been a task. Um, you know, we've been very lucky to have different sponsors to, you know, to, that we've had throughout the previous years and, and new sponsors that, that have said, Hey, you know what? We like what you're doing. We understand that, you know, you're not able to do these things, you know, um, here's, you know, certain amount, you know, X, X, Y, Z amount of money that that'll help out, help your program out. And, um, so, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's been really tough as far as that goes. Um, but you know, we're not going to California this year. So, you know, it's, it'll, it'll balance out, I hope, but you know, I'm always trying to think of different innovative ways to, to make money for our program and, and, you know, just be comfortable and not have to worry about, you know, huddle or, you know, different, different things that we need during the year. So. Yeah, for sure. I know that that can be stressful for, for coaches yeah. and, and that's great that you've got an administration that's very supportive of uh, all those activities. Cause I know for some coaches, it can be kind of hard to get their administration to buy in on certain things. Yeah, I can. And you'd like, again, definitely, you nailed it. Our, our athletic director, Tony Brulot, you know, he's, he's dialed in and he's, he's in it with us. He's, you know, we're all as a collective group, you know, um, looking for different ways to, to make our facilities better. I think uh, he just closed in on a deal to get us uh, some new scoreboards. Oh, nice. Because so, you, yeah, you already got a screen in there, right? We've already got our video board, <laughs> and we're going to have a couple more coming in. So, <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, it's, it's awesome to have, a, you know, have an administration that has your back and, and says, you know what, let's, let's keep it going and, and, is, and is involved as much as they are. So super fortunate enough to have that. Sweet. Um, so one of the things too, that you guys have is a big staff. I mean, like you're, you're, you're double, like what we, what we have, you know, double more than triple than probably some, uh, some one a schools. So, uh, talk about managing those people, um, those coaches and kind of how you break down the duties and stuff like that and roles. Yeah. You know, you know, again, we've been fortunate enough to have, you know, coaches that, that want to be involved in the game and first and foremost, you know, finding those coaches that have that passion, that passion for kids and, and passion for wanting to get better. And, um, but yeah, so we'll take, you know, we'll take a, a coach and we'll say, Hey, you're in charge of the offense rebounding, you know, you're going to, you know, tally up how many times we didn't block out, um, you know, and then we'll go, you know, another coach that's in, involved with the youth league, you're going to be, you're going to help run the youth league in the mornings and, and, and whatnot. You're in charge of, you know, getting the players is seeing which refs are going to ref. Um, then we'll have, we'll split up uh, each game with, with a uh, film prep. So, Hey, you're going to take the, the Nampa game and, you know, you're going to be, you know, prepared for that when, when the time comes um, sponsors, um, 
you know, we, we just have a, a ton of different tasks that I, I like to give them, you know, two or three and they'll focus on that and, um, and kind of go from there. We'll have in-game, in-game, you know, coaches that'll do some in-game stuff. And, and uh, yeah, like I said, it's, it's, we've been lucky to have a good core of coaches that, that uh, here at Valley View that want to get better. And, um, you know, well, it's essentially, you know, they move on and become head coaches and that's, that's the ultimate goal, you know, is to, to help out as much as I can, just like coach Lundgren, you know, and, and more did for, for me. And, um, but yeah, that's kind of how I kind of break down, uh, my coaches and, and what they do, uh, you know, from that standpoint, even from, from bus duties and, you know, there's just so many things. Yeah. What, what, so how do you dictate, like the skill and development with your staff, like do you have players, I'm sorry, coaches that are in charge of different things. Also, I'm kind of wondering like, you know, what you're telling maybe your freshman coaches, like how, how that relationship works. Yeah. So with the skill development, we have a, a core uh, drills that we do and that each, each coach needs to know. And, you know, I, I kind of tell them, hey, mix, mix these up, you know, don't, don't do the same thing every day, mix these up and, um, and also throw in some stuff that, that you want to do that you want to learn. Cause you know, my coaches are always learning, Hey, hey I, I got this drill or, you know, I got this skill that I learned, you know, saw on YouTube or, or whatever that I want to do. I said, well, go ahead, you know, go ahead and do that. And so, you know, I don't want to tell them exactly what to do, but we have a, a core uh fundamental drills that we do and then after that it's it's kind of what you know the, what the player wants to work on or what our coach feels he needs to work on so you know one of the things on your offense and then also your defense is that you know you're not necessarily doing the exact same thing every year you're looking at your personnel so can you take um me through the decision making process for you as a coach on deciding hey this is what I want to do with this group. And maybe this is what I want to do with this other group. Yeah. So, you know, again, as coaches collectively, we, we meet and we say, Hey, you know, this year we've got eight guards and, and two bigs. I don't think our, our zone's going to work, you know? So we kind of, we like, again, we look at our personnel and, and, you know, and it always changes, you know, as you know, you know, very well as a coach, you know, things are going to work, things you think that are going to work don't you've got to be quick to, to adjust like you know an example would be last year we had some uh we had some length and we started off in in, in a 2-3 zone, zone and we did we did okay but we we're you know we were uh you know losing games 36 to 38 you know and, <laughs> and it was it was it was there was a point where we we're like you know what we're you know we, we've got to switch things up so we we threw the four guard four out one in and and said, hey, we're going to get up in your face defense. We're going to fire on balls and we're going to fly around. And, you know, there was a, a streak there. We won five out of six games and, you know, things were going well. So, again, you know, it's, it's hard to say what we do on defense because, it's again, it, it just depends on who we have and, and what we kind of want to throw at teams. So, you know, and this is kind of a weird question, but I'm always worried – or not worried. I'm always trying to figure out, like, coaches thinking and stuff like that yeah. so so let's say let's go back to that you know kind of stagnant on offense playing these grander games 
So how are you personally going through and making those decisions? Is there a system or is it just kind of, okay, I feel like this is what we need to do? Yeah. I mean, again, you know, our halftime talks are huge, you know, with our coaches. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those deals where going back and looking at it on film is, 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 is big time. You know what I mean? It's, you know, your emotions are flying during the game and, you know, maybe you feel like the zone didn't work, but you go back and, and it, and it actually did. And, you know, it was some things on offense that we needed to work on. Um, but that's kind of my thought process is, is you're going to have to take some shots. You know what I mean? Just, just like football or any other sport, you're going to have to say, Hey, you know what, we're going to do this and we're going to kind of live with what, what, what the outcome is. So, you know, that's kind of my thought process is, um, in game is like, you know, if we're getting scored on three possessions in a row, it's like, okay, now we've got to do something about that and, and switch things up. So, um, I don't know if I answered your question, but that's kind of. No, you did. You, 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 you did. And, and uh, you know, I guess, you know, I was kind of looking like uh, big picture things, not, not necessarily in game, but I think you yeah. make a great point. And actually one of the things I did this year is, is I filmed a lot of practice. And I, I think the point that, that you made about like sometimes within the heat of the game, sometimes mm -hmm. within the heat of the practice, you're, go back and watch that film and you're actually surprised. Like I read this completely wrong, you know? And so for me as a coach, you know, I found that, um, yes, added a little more time as far as really filming practices and stuff like yeah. that. But I think it made me a better coach. Like I was able to more accurately identify, okay, this is actually the issue versus yep you know, just me walking away from something thinking, okay, this is, this is what it you is. Know, and, and, and that's why I tell my players is, you know, you're not the only ones that are going to make mistakes. You know, we're, we're going to make mistakes also. And, and, uh, but it's, you know, it's how you react to those mistakes and how you fix them. But, you know, again, I'm sure, you know, there's, there's times on film where you got upset at a player and you went back and like, Oh man, <laughs> it wasn't, that wasn't his, that wasn't his fault. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. So um wanted to, um, you know, I, I think I talked to Coach Lundgren a little bit about this and he talked about the practice situation. So I just want to uh, follow up with you. Like what, is, what do Valley View practices look like now? You know, we're, we're still bringing in that the energy level, the music's blasting. Um, we're, I don't know how much, of this we'll be doing, but we we probably have to do instead of positive touches, we'll do some positive elbows or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, I tell my coaches that hey, if you you have to bring the energy, you know what I mean. These kids are especially during these times is you know some kids aren't going to be going to school that day. Some mm -hmm. kids are just getting out of school. Um, let's make this an environment where where these kids want to work, they want to have a good time, and essentially just get better every day. Yeah. Um, what about breaking down, say like your offense and stuff like that? How do you guys approach that? You know, we'll do our, 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 our uh, you know, two on two, three on three, uh, no defense, throw a defense on it. Um, you know, read the screens, uh, you know, read, uh, read the hedges. What do we do if when teams hedge and just a super big breakdown, you know, we like to uh, have about 20 minutes, 20 to 25 minutes of skill development before, you know, 
you know, we'll stretch, we'll do some skill development and then, you know, then we'll get going in the, on our practice. But, you know, our, our, uh, driving kicks, just our, just our different breakdowns of our, our offense and different reads. Um, we'll do a ton of those during our skill development time. Are you guys focusing a lot on defense or just through that two on two, three on three buildup? Do you think that you guys are, or do you use that for your defensive, uh, defensive work? Um, you know, I feel like we're going to have to do a better job, uh, on our, our focusing on our defense this year. Um, I feel like, you know, the last four or five years, we've had some really good players that have been able to, uh, you know, break, break the defense down on offense where, you know, essentially we're scoring more points than you. And I just don't, don't think that's, that's the case anymore. But, um, but yeah, I, I would say that, uh, you know, doing our shell drill every day, drilling that um, is going to be huge for us and, and just, you know, making, making it, uh, making our players able to, you know, do things, you know, consistently, you know, being able to close out with high hands. And I think that's some, uh, some things that we're going to focus on this year is uh, really drilling that and, and not, um, you know, you are what, what you give your players to, to do, you know, we're able to let them do. So we're going to definitely yeah. fix that. Yeah. I saw a good uh, thing. I, you know, this was kind of playing off a regular quote, but um, yeah, your team is the sum of, uh, of the habits that you let them have, yep. you know, so. Exactly. Um, I, Hey, I really appreciate your time. I got a couple more questions for you. Um, so this is kind of, you know, of interest uh, uh, for me, uh, looking at the four a boys basketball is that Preston has been dominant in that uh, classification. So, you know, I know, I know for myself, like I look at, um, some, some girls programs in our classification. I'm like, man, that's where I've got that measuring stick. Uh, not to take anything away from my league opponents because, you know, they're definitely on our measuring stick as well. But, you know, to get just the program as a whole, you know, I, I look at a couple, couple, couple programs throughout the state. So I was just wondering, on that measuring stick, is, is, is Preston it or do you use something else to kind of um, judge yourself and judge your program? You know what? I mean, it'd be uh... – It'd be, I'd be lying if I didn't say Preston's, Preston's it, you know, four out of the last five is, you know, unreal, you know, uh, unfortunately we were one of them, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know, and, and, uh, you know, there's, there's, you're always learning as a coach and, you know, I, I take different things that, you know, they were doing on the opposite side of the bench and, and you know what, they always held their composure. I'm sure if you've seen, you know, some of the, you know, some of those Preston games, you know, times where they had their backs against the walls, against the wall. And, and, you know, they never, they never, they never uh, lost their focus. And, you know, that's one thing that I definitely want to take, you know, from a program like that is, is, um, you know, being even keel throughout the whole game because, you know, basketball is a game of runs and, and your run's going to happen. If you don't believe in it, then it ain't going to happen. But you just got to believe that that run is going to happen. And, you know, as a coach, if you're pouting and yelling at the refs and putting your head down, you know, our players feed off of that. And, you know, there was the time there, I think, in that state tournament game uh, where I think Preston was down, you know, by whatever, 10, 12 points against BK. And, 
you know, there, there wasn't a, uh, I looked at the coach and, you know, there wasn't a point there where he was like, man, that's it. We're, we're done. You know what I mean? So, you know, taking little things from great coaches, uh, you know, definitely, um, you know, is, is big time, but yeah, I would say Preston, you know, is, is definitely, definitely the team, um, in the four A's, but, uh, and fortunate enough to, to play them this year. So that's going to be, that's going to be a good experience. Um, you know, but with that being said, you know, we've, we've got to be able to, um, you know, take those things, use them and, and, uh, you know, just essentially not have any, uh, have any doubt at what we're doing. So. No, I think that's a great point is that, yeah, you can look at these programs and, and, you know, uh, appreciate, take some things from them, but you know, ultimately I think if you're going to be successful, you got to make it your own program too. Right. Exactly. So, uh, one last question. And again, I really appreciate your time. This has been a lot of fun, but Hey, you know, where's, where's Mario Betancourt in five years? You know what, in, in, in five years, I, I'll be here, uh, I'll be here at Valley View and, uh, you know, hoping, hoping to hang up a couple banners. If, and if not, uh, you know, essentially I'm, you know, helping these kids become, you know, young men and, and, uh, you know, focusing on, on today for tomorrow. But, um, you know, I, I love the high school game. Um, my, I've got two boys coming up, um, you know, and my big thing is, you know, I've always been available for them and, and, you know, in five years that they'll be, they'll be playing high school basketball, hopefully, you know, if that's what they want to do. So I don't see myself going anywhere, but, you know, I think, I, I think I'd like to, you know, coach at the college level someday and um, see where it takes me. All right, coach. Well, I pre really, really appreciate it. I just want to wish you the best of luck with the season and I hope, uh, hope everything goes well for, uh, for Valley View this year. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on and uh, good luck to you this season. Thanks for listening to the Idaho Basketball Coaching Podcast. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, email me at Idaho Basketball Coaching Podcast at gmail.com.